The Art of Beekeeping, Episode 1. Alcatu Farm, the art of beekeeping. And this is my first attempt at podcasting. So I'm sure it's going to go as smooth as silk and that my voice and all my audio will be wonderful. And uh, I'm sure it'll sound totally professional. And uh, that's my story and I'm sticking with it. But uh, let's get started. Okay, so today's episode is about nukes versus packages. Which is better for the new beekeeper to start with? So it's not going to be much art to today's show, uh, but I wanted to start with something a little more straightforward and simple, and maybe we'll get into some of the other stuff later. And I'll probably keep it short because, um, like I said, I'm new to this and I'm still learning how to edit and do all those things. So I'm not exactly sure how the finished product's going to come out, so I'll probably just keep it pretty short. Okay, so uh, getting started. Um, let's start with a description of uh, each one of these things. So packages, uh, they consist of about three pounds of bees. That's all I've ever seen them, I think. And uh, this is something you order online. They'll come, they'll come in a wooden box with screen sides. Uh, so it's basically a screen box. And it does come with a queen. The queen is not in with the bees. She's not in direct contact with them. Uh, she is in her own little queen cage uh, with a hole on either end. One end's got wax, the other's got candy. And that's so that you can slow release her into the bees once you get them transferred over into uh, the bo whatever box you or hive you decide to go with at home. But uh, they can... They know she's there, right? She, her little box is screened as well. She comes with some attendees. And uh, hopefully by the time uh, they get to you during transit, they will at least partially ex accept her as their queen because she is not their queen. She is not the mother of the workers in the package. Uh, just so you know, that's one of the main differences of a, between a package and a nuke. Uh, they... Typically how these are made is they'll shake some bees from a hive, maybe more than one hive, into the, um, the boxes getting shipped until it reaches three pounds or whatever the determination is. And then they'll take a queen that they produced that is not uh, an established queen for that hive or hives and put her in there. So um, it's not an established colony. That's kind of the main important thing there to get from all that. And uh, they'll also come with a can of syrup that is put in there in such a way as that it'll keep them fed until they get to you. Okay, uh, a nuke, that's short for a nucleus hive. And that's just what it sounds like. It's just a miniature version of a, of a hive. It's, a, it's an established colony. And those don't ship 
um, typically, that's something you're going to have to pick up. And uh, it looks like a little hive. It's got frames in it. It's got drawn comb. The frames frames are usually about four to five frames. Uh, and there's going to be honey. There's going to be brood. There's going to be pollen. Uh, there's workers. Everything that you would find in a hive is in there. A queen. And that's their queen. So it's, it's got brood. She's already laying. <clears throat> that's her brood. Um, so um, the the box itself with the nuke, it may be a wooden box. It may be a, sometimes it's a thrown, to, thrown together plywood box out of scraps. Uh, we've gotten those before. So got, some people, sometimes the uh, bee clubs will go to a place to get a whole bunch of these bring them back to a central location that's not such a long trip for the members of the club to pick up at a reduced price because they bought them in bulk that happens and sometimes those little boxes you get are just sort of thrown together out of scrap lumber they're not meant to last they're meant to uh, get the bees transferred over into your box pretty quickly Although, you know, they'll last a few days for sure. They'll last longer than that, I guess. Uh, sometimes they are a plastic box. Uh, sometimes they're like a corrugated plastic. Sometimes they're actually a corrugated uh, cardboard. And it's uh, it's got a wax coating on it. And those aren't meant to leave out for sure. At any rate, you're, you're transferring the bees into your box either way. So, what are the differences, uh, are the differences between these two? Why would you get one as opposed to the other. It kind of just depends on your circumstances and what it is you're trying to do. Uh, I'll tell you right off the bat, I think I think that if you're just starting out, if you're a new beekeeper, you've never done this before, that you should start with a nuke. Um, the overall reason for that is simply because it increases your chances of success. They're, you're less likely to have problems. So let's go over some of those. Um, so one of the pros, well, one of the cons of a package is, uh, no, we'll go do the pros. Pros of a package are they cheap? They're cheaper, <clears throat> typically. Uh, unless you find, I guess, find a really good price on a nuke or something. But nukes tend to be more expensive because they are an established hive. Um, the packages can be mailed. In fact, uh, if you're ordering bees from a disc, you know, ordering them through the mail, it's going to be a package. Uh, you're not going to be able to get a nuke that way. A nuke, you're going to have to pick up somewhere or do what I was talking about with a bee club or know somebody, you know, a, a beekeeper that's selling some on the side or something like that. <clears throat> and, um, A package is at the disadvantage of not having anything in it other than bees. That's it. Uh, there's no comb. There's no honey. There's no pollen. So they have to start from scratch, right? You can't lay eggs. You can't store honey. You can't do any of these things until you've actually got your comb drawn out. So uh, you have to feed them. That's a must on a package. It's usually recommended you feed a nuke for a little while, unless you're just right in the middle of a flow. But uh, it's not absolutely necessary. 
so because a package doesn't have any of these things already, it may take several weeks before um, eggs actually begin to hatch. Like I said, you have to draw out the comb first, and it, it takes you know a considerable amount of, of feed, sugar syrup, to uh, to draw out that comb. It's a it's a longer wait, and then so it's likely to take several weeks before you get eggs, uh, and hat then they hatch, and you get brood to emerge, and then for foraging takes place, and and this could cause you to miss the peak the, the peak honey flow. It just depends on when you get them. Uh, typically, you want to get them as early as you can, and you can get them pretty early. You can get a packet earlier than you can get a nuke. And you want to get them early, but it's a little bit of a trick because you don't want to get them too early, right? And what's too early? Well, it all depends on your where you live. Um, obviously, if you know, you're further south, you're going to be able to get them quicker or you would want to get them quicker. And um, up north, you're gonna have to wait. You, you just don't wanna run into problems by getting them too early in the weather, you know, takes a turn for the worse. Um, and with a nuke, you don't have to do, you don't have that wait. Like I said, they've got, it's a, it's a colony that's got everything it needs, it's ready to go. And it's already got, um, brood and everything so you set your your uh, nuke up and you're, you'll probably transfer them over to another box pretty shortly after you get them but they're ready to go and uh, they'll be like I said you want to feed them probably at first but um, there's n there you don't have to wait for them to draw a comb or any of that stuff so uh, with a package you don't have any uh, brood at least not yet to replace any dying workers you have that with a nuke um the queen is a little bit of an issue can be with a package um you've got to it'll come with directions or you'll get directions from the person you buy them from usually it'll tell you how to release her you don't want to just turn her loose in there um and you want to give the colony time to accept her and that comes through pheromones hopefully some of that's been done in the transit but maybe not but that's why it's got the queen cage has got that little um, candy filled hole in one end and uh, you can watch videos online it'll show you how to do this typically you want to set it sideways in between a couple of frames and um, they will chew out that candy to get to her. And by the time they do, uh, best case scenario, they accept her and, you know, everything's fine. Uh, with a nuke, you don't have to have the queen in a cage when you pick them up, but a lot of places will do that. Uh, that's just for the safety of the queen. You don't want her to get damaged in transit because, you know, frames can shift if you're lifting them lifts in the box and moving them around and all that but it's not necessary and uh, you know they uh, have the ability to make another queen if something goes wrong but uh, yeah you don't have to go through all that stuff with the, the queen release and a nuke the 
because of all those reasons, the chance of survival in a nuke is uh, greater. Uh, the chance of a, of a failure is greater in a um, uh, package uh, simply because of the lack of comb, the brood, and the food. And that's what you're doing with all that is you're giving them a chance to get started and decreasing the likelihood that they'll stick around. Um, you're, you need to make it as uh, homey as you possibly can when you get them. And uh, that means supplying the food. And if you've got drone combs that you can get from another beekeeper to put in there, that's better. That will help. That will increase your chances of them sticking around. Um, definitely want to feed them. That'll increase your odds. And uh, obviously, you don't have to do you don't have to do that stuff with a nuke. Now, there's a benefit to the uh, packages in that, so if you get a nuke, it's gonna be the standard Langstroth uh, frames in there. Those frames are interchangeable. They're, they're deep frames. And you'll take those and set them right over into a deep box and they'll fit any Langstroth deep box. Uh, if you don't have a link, if you're not, if you're getting started and you're not going to use Langstroth hives, you're going to use top bar or something else, uh, less standard. Well, you're not going to be able to transfer those frames over. So that's where a package would have an advantage. Uh, you, whatever the, it doesn't matter what it is you're putting them into, you're still going to have to shake them out and then let, some of them uh, sort of crawl out, but you're going to be empty them in, into something. You're not transferring hives of bees over. You're just shaking bees into it. So if you've got something that's not standard, like a top bar or some other kind of hive that won't take the standard Langstroth frames, then package is the way to go. Now, um, two of the problems that you can run into with uh, packages that not so much in uh, nukes is drifting and, and absconding. Now absconding is just when your bees leave. They just get up and leave. They're not happy and you don't always know why, but um, it happens. The chance of that happening is quite a bit higher in a package. It's virtually non-existent in a nuke. They're happy. They got their babies there. They're going to stick around. Um, now, if you want to reduce the risk of absconding, like I said, you want to make that box as homey as possible. Make, give them reasons to stay. That's basically it. Um, feed them, put sugar syrup on. Um, some people will use, uh, lemongrass oil or something with that in it, um, to sort of, as an attractant to keep them to stick around. I don't know if I would use that or not. Um, anytime, anytime you use something like that, you have to remember that it's an attractant. It'll attract other bees as well. Now they don't have honey to steal yet. I, well, maybe you're not even aware of this concept, but <clears throat> what I'm referring to is robbing. Bees will, will rob each other. I know that they uh, are often portrayed as nice little, 
you know, nice little creatures that only get mad when you uh, attack their hive or something like that. But um, bees are actually kind of ruthless to each other. And they will rob each other given the chance. If they, if there's a weak hive in the yard where there's a bunch of hives around, they know eventually and they'll pick up that there's a weak hive. And if that hive has got honey, they'll rob them. And once you get it started, it can be very hard to stop and it can spread. <laughs> so it's, it's always something you have to learn about, be aware of, learn to control. And it's um, certain times of the year, it's more likely to happen and all that. But my point here on the, um, on the attractants is you always have to be aware of that and kind of be careful when you're using something like that, like the um, lemongrass oil. Because even though they don't have honey yet, but they you're going to be feeding them. They got sugar syrup, so that's the next next best thing, right? And um, so yeah, if you got comb, put it in there, feed them anything that you can make it more attractive for them to stay. Uh, drifting that I referred to earlier is another thing. <clears throat> and this, if you got one hive, if you got one package that you're putting into a box this isn't an issue this when you get more than one so you get two um the bees so you, you set two hives side by side you got two packages you shook your bees into each one and uh your bees orientate and they, they leave and they start coming back but they all start coming back to or the majority start coming back to one particular hive for whatever reason. So you'll end up with one hive containing most of your bees and one hive having very little bee bees. And um, like I said, if you got one, not a problem. If you've got two or more that can be, that can be an issue. In fact, I think when we first started, that happened to us when we got um, two packages. And yeah, one of the ways you can try to avoid that is by using landmarks. Just make things different. So, like when they, the bees will come out and they orientate and they have to fly past something, crawl over something. It's uh, it gives them they know they know that's home, and so they don't get as confused and go back to you know somebody else's home. But you can uh, put landmarks, just, you know, maybe stick a stick up in, in the dirt in front of the hive. You can nail something to the front of the hive. You can put something on top of it. All these kind of things. You can put, um, you know, vines or leaves in the entrance on the, uh, the landing. Something like that. Just make them look different than, um, you know, it's not just two white boxes, right? Which is what some people... Um, start out with because they they sell those packages right and they're always painted white but uh, these things aren't really something to worry about with a, a nuke um, if you have two nukes and you bring them home uh, yeah a little drift's possible a little drift always happens by the way that's how disease spreads and things like that but it's not a it's not a lot and what you'll notice if you got a lot you'd see fighting on the entrance of the hive um, they don't they don't allow that they're an established colony and uh, they're gonna 
everybody knows what everybody else looks like or, or smells like. So um, just not not a big issue there. Um, so I mentioned starting with two hives. Now, if you if you can start with two or more, start with two. And there's a couple reasons for that. I realize that's not always possible. You know, all this stuff is expensive and you do what you can. But if, if you can start with two, and as I was saying, I personally would start with nukes. Um, but there's a, there's a couple reasons for that. So number one, if you've got two, you can get a better idea what you're looking at. If you're new to this and <clears throat> you're looking at a hive and you've never really looked in a hive, you never watched them go in and out, you don't have a lot to compare to, right? Uh, you don't have, you haven't built your experience up yet. But if you've got two, you can learn through comparison. So you say so you've got problems with one. But you don't actually, you're not real sure if you got problems or not, or you don't know how bad it is. You could have um, a mite problem. You could have small hive beetles. You could have an unproductive queen, all sorts of issues. Um, so you may not know that you have an unproductive queen, right? Uh, but if you got one to compare to and the other is just booming and going away, and one is just staying small and weak, and then you can start to sort of put it together. It's like, well, that's something going on here with this one, you know. And uh, another issue is that you, or a, a advantage is that you can use one as a control hive for experiments. Anything you wanted to do to um, either to verify something or just to try something out, say you want to try a particular treatment that you're not real sure about it, do one and then see how it works and you know, if you something goes awry with one hive, you still got another one left. Is the main point. You can use uh, one colony to fix another colony. So if you've got, um, you know, a, a queen dies or something like that, or is just unproductive, you've got the means to replace them by putting in some. Um, uh, putting in some young brood, put a frame of young brood from one, the healthy hive into the other one, they'll make a queen. <clears throat> you can use, uh, you can use a, you know, frames from a strong hive to bolster a weak hive, right? You take a frame of brood from the one that's just booming and put it into the weak one and to help them out. Or if you just lose one hive altogether, you still got one and then you can split it to get your other one back. You just split, you can make a split. And if you don't know what that is, you'll learn eventually. And you can, uh, you can make a, a split or you can make more than one split. But at the, the point is you'll get your other hive back. It'll set it back. You know, you'll have to start from uh, square one, but it's doable. So there's just a lot of advantages from starting with two and you know nobody there's nothing more discouraging than spending a lot of money and getting everything together and something happens 
and for whatever reason you lose one and now you're just you know it's mid-season or it's late season and you don't really want to start again or whatever it's just a drag so you just increase your chances of uh success and if you can have success in that first year it's a good boost it's a good morale boost and uh, i you know like i said nobody nobody wants to nobody wants to run into problems in the first year a lot of people do um, a lot of people you look as a beekeeper you're going to run into problems all the time uh, so it's not necessarily you it just happens what happens hopefully over time is that you increase your experience you increase your problem solving ability you know what you're looking at so you know what the problem is you can identify problems and then you can fix the problems but in your first year you don't know any of this so you're um, just trying to increase your odds to get you into the next year and you'll learn a little bit as you go and uh, hopefully your next year will go smoother and you just keep at it and maybe you'll have more hives after that and you can uh, have a little extra equipment to fix some of those problems to go along with the extra experience that you've got okay <clears throat> so that's it for the first episode of the art of beekeeping and uh, i wanted to start with something fairly simple and straightforward until i feel like i actually know what i'm doing um hopefully some of this help uh, at least some some of you out there may be thinking about getting into beekeeping and weren't quite sure about the differences between nukes and packages and uh, hopefully this wasn't too painful for the listener and uh, have a happy new year and happy beekeeping later tater